Hey, what's up, guys? It's Ben with HVAC Tactical. Hey, and this is Matt with Trade Therapy. And tonight, and tonight um, we're doing. Go ahead. <laughs> go for it. And tonight we're going to talk. Uh, we're doing a combo podcast here, the two of us, about uh, mental health. This was Ben's idea. Um, he found my podcast episode um, that I uh, lit out about in July or whatever, and so then he and I are finally getting together here to do this uh, mental health podcast here for you. Yeah, I just thought it would be a really good idea. I think it's something that needs to be talked about, and um, it's really not, right? Like, it's it's really been – culture has really taught us that it's not okay to talk about this stuff, right? And I don't know how old you are, but I'm I'm 40, so I was born in 82. And uh, how old are you? Oh, I'm 38, so 84, just a couple years younger okay. than you. Yeah, so you're, you're right there. So, yeah, we grew up in a, in a culture where, you know, you just – you man it up, you know what I mean? You, gra- mm-hmm. you grow, grow, a pair, grow a pair of balls, if you will, and just you just go for it. Keep your feelings to yourself. Nobody else wants to hear that shit. Um, and at the end of the day, man, that's just not it's not good, you know? Um, one thing I've learned is that you really have to learn how to process things because if you don't, at some point in your life, it's going to resurface and it's going to... It's like waiting in the darkness, just waiting for you. You know what I mean? Like, it's only a matter of time. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, you know, that's one of the reasons I wanted to start. I started this whole thing is because I kept hearing all these different other podcasts, whether it's, just take your pick, with um, trade-related podcasts, all of them, um, like HVAC Jerks. I know you're familiar with them. Um, like they had an episode, um, there was a handful of other ones. And then like this whole thing that they, all of them were saying the same thing, like, we need to talk about this. We just, this isn't talked about enough. And I ca- thought to myself, man, there's other people that, you know, that I follow on Instagram that have even in some way expressed like different things that they've dealt with. And I thought, well, there's gotta be a way to kind of like pull all these people together. And that's what I wanted to start with this. And, um, just to get like people's stories, just to get them out there, because there are these people that have these stories and like they share on their own page or whatever, but you know, that's only, it's only, you know, to uh, relegate it to say like just the Instagram community or some like social media or whoever's following them. But for me, I was like, well, I want to give these people a voice or give them some kind of maybe a better platform. Maybe eventually at some point, this will be a bigger thing, but that's, that was my main thing. And it's like, a per- it's personal for me as well. I mean, you listen to the episode I had with my, with my story and all that and how, um, how I struggle with like, it's, you know, basically it's like a screen addiction. It's like video games, that sort of thing. And it's, you know, people might scoff or laugh at that, but at the same time, um, for me personally, in some way, actually it, it, I didn't, there was a uh, family, a couple, they, I used to play um, the game called uh, world of Warcraft, which is huge still, I think, but it ended up um, the husband was playing so much and wasn't paying attention to their family that they ended up getting a divorce over the whole thing. I mean, it, it it's real. I mean, stuff like that can totally screw you up. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, people need to understand that addiction is real. And if you if you kind of scoff at that, it's because you've never really had an addiction, right? And, um, and addictions come in all shapes and sizes, colors, you know, it, I mean, it, it it's crazy. So I would say that my biggest addiction has always been work, right? Like I just bury myself in work. And when life gets chaotic and out of hand, you just bury yourself in more work, right? You stay busy, you keep your mind, uh, you know, occupied and that, that stuff doesn't come back to eat at you. Right. But then you have those moments where you're not working and you're just there by yourself and you, your mind has time to just ponder about life. And, uh, here it comes, right. It was waiting on you the whole time. It never went away because you never dealt with it. And this year for me has been 
walking through the fire, right? Like I always say that everybody who is relatively successful in life has had to walk through the fire at some point, right? Where it just felt like everything was falling apart. Nothing can go right. And 2022 for me has been that year. But I know that what's on the other side is going to be amazing things, right? It's going to be blessings on the other side of that. And um, you just have to kind of keep trucking. You got to get through the fire. But through all that, I've really done a lot of self-reflection. I've done a lot of kind of sitting back and just thinking about all the things that I've done that I could have done differently. Obviously, I can't go back and do it, right? It's a great concept to think, you know, if I could go back, reality is, is you're just wasting your time talking about that kind of stuff. But what you can do is you can move forward from here. You can decide what it is you want to do different. You can decide, maybe I need some help. Maybe I need some professional help. Maybe I just need somebody to, to listen to me, right? And kudos to you for wanting to do a podcast kind of focused around this because some people just need the outlet. You know, it's uh, it's not like a magical thing that somebody can do or say to make you feel better. Um, but like for me right now in my personal life, um, I have somebody very close to me who's going through severe depression and there's no, no self-worth, right? No confidence. And um, obviously I've, I've heard of all these things from other people, right? I've, I've seen acquaintances and of mine, you know, commit suicide because of whatever reason. And reality is, is um, I've never been more aware of mental health and depression and um, kind of that state of mind than I have than I am right now, and um, and it sucks and it's really hard, and I don't have all the answers, right? But I think the first step to being better and being healthy, mentally healthy, is to recognize the fact that you need help and that you're willing to ask somebody for help. Um, and whether that's just, again, somebody just listening to you and maybe giving you some po positive encouragement or actually getting professional help, right? Um, you know, I went to therapy several months back for just a couple sessions, um, and I never thought that I would be sitting through professional <laughs> professional therapy, but um, I... It's, it's really difficult to kind of put it all into perspective if you've never encountered this, right? But again, I come from a generation where it's like, dude, you don't go to somebody and just spout off all your feelings, right? You don't just start vomiting words, you know, uh, at, the, at the mouth. And um, yeah, it's interesting to say the least, but, um, but I'm never, I'm, a, I'm more aware of it right now than I ever have been. So I have a, a deep, you know, deep compassion and empathy for people who are suffering with that and going through it. And, you know, my, my words of advice are just, Hey man, get help. Find somebody who's going to listen um, to every dark day. There's a brighter day tomorrow. Uh, and don't give up. Don't, don't lose hope. You know? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and that for me was, um, that was one of the things that where I got to like, you know, like you're talking about, there's almost like that breaking point where, you um so everyone has to get to in some way like whether whether they're dealing with some kind of addiction or whatever it is like they just want to get to for they to get to some kind of breaking point and then they realize oh my gosh like I, I can't do this on my own and for me it was um it, it was just it was just like repeated where for me personally it was like oh it's like okay i got caught you know playing these games or whatever and wasn't paying attention to my family and my wife was like look at one point i mean i did kind of get kicked out of the house briefly i mean wasn't it was like an evening or whatever which which stunk for both of us because she's then manning all of our kids and i'm out you know whatever and 
just feeling like shit. And, um, and it was just, it was one of those things where I finally got to a point where like, okay, I need to, I need to t- grab the bull by the horns, but I need help grabbing this bull. Like I, I can't do it myself. So I ended up like you're like you were saying, I ended up going to, to a therapist, um, found, you know, found him. Um, and he, we went, I think it was like about three, about, I'd say about six sessions or something like that. But, you know, that was very helpful. That was incredibly helpful. Like, I mean, it helped me work through things. It's, it's, it's just crazy too, because sometimes you have these things in your past that you never really realized you needed to deal with. And that's kind of the thing with, you know, when you're dealing, talking with like a psychologist or something like that, or someone who's trained professionally to deal with that, like they can be like, well, have you ever dealt with, you know, talk about something like in your past? Well, how did that make you feel? I mean, it's not, they're not trying to be like, oh, everything's to blame on like parents or whatever to stereotype, take your pick. But it's just like, well, there are these feelings that you never actually processed and that's affecting you now. It's just crazy how the, your psyche kind of takes all these things that you deal with from the, on a day-to-day basis, you know, and then just, it just kind of piles up and piles up and piles up. And next thing you know, you're, you know, you got this big pile of crap that you haven't dealt with and it's just staring you in the face. And then one day you're just like, man, this, you know, you just have to deal with it, just get rid of it and flush it essentially just to get rid of it all and just kind of clear it out and then start over again. And that's, and that's for me is where it's still a struggle, obviously. I mean, that's the other thing too. It's just like that. Um, what, what, what my therapist called it, like, you know, this main, like maintenance mode. It's like, okay, you've dealt with this now, but now you have to maintain it. Like, it's not anything that, you know, it's like, Oh, one and done. No, like, I mean, you talk to anybody who is a, who's a re, uh, an alcoholic or anything like that. The struggle is still there. It's just that they have to have that mental capacity and that mental fortitude to say, to basically wake up every day and say, nope, I am not doing this. I mean, and there are times where, you know, where I'm like, oh, maybe I can go just play, download like this mobile game or something like that for me. And I'm like, and then my mind goes, no, don't do it. That is a deep, dark rabbit hole. You got out of that. Don't you dare even try to set foot back in that place. It is just a deep, dark place and it will just ruin you, you know, forever. Just don't even do it. Well, you know, there's, I have for years, I've always said, you know, that life is really boils down to these couple things. Life is commitments and decisions, right? Or decisions and commitments. And you have to decide what it is you want to do, what it is you don't want to do, who it is you want to be, right? Not just as a, as a person, as a human being, but professionally as well, right? And you got to commit to those things. And, you know, like what you're saying, like you've decided, hey, I I want to stop being addicted to these things, right? And it's really important to you. It's important to your family. And so you had to make a decision to stop doing that, right? And now that you're like super aware of it, that when that thought does pop up or that, you know, temptation of of wanting to get onto that screen time and start getting sucked into that game time, you're you, right. It pops back up and it's like, no, I've made a commitment. I'm not going to do this. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to go a different route. And I think that that's going to be true to everything, whether it be, you know, alcohol. And even when it comes to things that are physically um, addicting, right, like alcohol changes your body, right, where your body is now feeding for it. It wants it. Right. And I know this is not even going to compare to alcohol um, or drugs. But so I grew up drinking like a lot, a lot of milk. And um, I know there's probably people who are laughing right now, like this really we're going here, right? (laughs) But um, I went to the doctor several years back and he's like, tell me what's going on. I go, man, I just don't feel good. Like I always feel bloated. I just feel, I just feel gross all the time, you know? 
And he says, do you drink, do you drink dairy? And I said, yeah, I do. He goes, how about you give up dairy? And I just gave him this look like, dude, I can't give up dairy. Like I drink, a, I drink a gallon of milk like every other day, like literally out right out the jug, you know, like that's just, just the way that I was brought up. And, um, you know, I used, you know, like Oreos, you open up the cover, it's got like three rows of Oreos, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So we call the, ro- the row, we call it a line, right? So I have my gallon of milk and I'm going to do a line before I go to bed, right? And oh so uh, that was, that's how I live, right? And people are like, how do you do that? You're so, you're so skinny. And I'm just like, dude, I just have a high metabolism. But um, it's one of those things where uh, my, my doctor was like, stop drinking milk. And I was like, man, I mean, I'll try, right? And I really tried hard. But at that point in time, my son was small where he was drinking milk every day, like in a bottle. When I'd pour milk into his bottle, I would my hand would start shaking, pouring the milk because my body was like, gimme, 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 gimme. Right. And so, like, I understand what a physical addiction is like. And yeah, it wasn't alcohol and yeah, it wasn't drugs, but my body's feeding for something that I'm like making the decision and the commitment to not give it. Right. And so, so I understand that fast forward to where I am today and like, you know, seeing everything else with mental health and everything. And I think that it's super important that we as a culture today kind of re stress the importance of being mentally, uh, mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually healthy. And I think if you can really focus on those things that as a human being, your life is genuinely going to be better. You're genuinely going to be happier. Your your career is genuinely going to get better and be more successful because when you feel good, you perform good, right? Like so, they say, if you dress well, you you will do better in your professional career, right? And it's because when you dress well, you feel well, and when you feel well, you perform well. And so it's kind of a it sounds really cliche, right? Because we grew up in a in a culture and generation where it's just like, you know the I don't know, the feel good, right? Get your, here's the hoopla and the, I don't even know the right words for it, but it's, um, it sounds kind of hocus pocus, but there's really a lot to it. Getting your mind right puts everything else in, in line, puts everything else in perspective of where it's supposed to be. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you're saying about the culture, um, you know, having to need to change things with the culture. I, I mean, I think the culture in, has gone maybe in some ways a little too far, but that's a whole nother topic um, as far as like, you know, expressing yourself and being your feelings. But as far as we in the trades though, that like, you know, you talk about like construction and that sort of thing, like trade people, we're still just like, ah, you know, we're still like a rough and tumble bunch. I mean, you know, Suck it's, it up. It's, exactly. I mean, it's been said, <laughs> I mean, it's been said, I mean, how many times, like this is still a, a generally a male dominated industry. I mean, obviously there's plenty of ladies that are out there kicking ass and taking names, which is awesome. But at the same time, though, you still come across like, you know, you're on a construction job site, like something happens. What what happens? Like, you know, like, you know, you get like a some little scratch or something like that or, you know, some kind of like injury, whatever. It's like, oh, I'll just suck it up. Get some electrical tape and wrap it up. I mean, so the same can be said, too, with 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 mental state as well, where it's just like, ah, you know what? You're fine. Like, you don't need to you know go do that sissy stuff, whatever. You know, just, you know, that whole it's still that man up attitude. Um, yeah, quit being a bitch. Trades. Yeah, exa- yeah, there you go. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> and that's just it. I mean, and I think that's a big part of it. Like, you know, the culture, it, the culture is kind of at least I think in some way um, has turned a, turned a corner. But I think we in the trades are still just like, oh, no, we got to be the manly men or whatever. And it's, you know, I think it's nice having the ladies in there to kind of like at least in some ways, maybe just soften us up to, you know, use air quotes, I guess, not necessarily, you know, 
totally. But at the same time, it's nice to see like that softer side come through. You know, I mean, it's nice to have them in there for that influence or whatever. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, we need to be that way too. Like we need to be a little more open about this sort of thing. Cause I mean, you just let it go and bottle it up. It, like I said, you, you, you just keep piling that shit on and then it's next thing you know, it's just this huge mountain and it becomes an avalanche and then it crushes you. You know, can well, you know, like, I'll be the first, I'll be the first one to jump on somebody and go, Hey, quit being a bitch. Right. But I think there's a, <laughs> I think there's a, there's kind of a line. Right. And, and I think that it's, for a lot of people, the line is way on this side, and for other people, the way the line is way on this side. You know, and, and what you said earlier is 100%. I think our culture today is maybe taking it a bit far, right? Um, but I, I feel like there's something to be said if you take, you know, maybe not everything that we were taught in our culture as as young kids, of, you know, trying to be a man's man and this and that. Like, I think there's there's a lot of stuff in there that's healthy, right? But there's a lot of stuff in there that's not healthy. And ultimately, you have to decide for you and yourself what's healthy and what's not healthy for you, right? But you have to understand that what's healthy and not healthy for you may be completely opposite for your coworker, right? Or for your apprentice or for somebody else. And probably not your journeyman. Your journeyman's probably the one telling you quit being a bitch. But it's uh <laughs> it's just one of those things, right? Like we all have we all process things differently, right? And that's not a bad thing because sometimes it takes somebody else who processes things differently to shed a new light on things for you to be able to kind of go, oh, man, I never thought of it that way. Right. And now I have a little bit of empathy for this guy because, man, I I just thought I was being a normal guy. But I realized I was kind of being a douchebag in that moment. Right. And I was mm. kind of being a, a bully, if you will. Right. And so I, I just feel like, you know, there's. There's something to be said for being tough. There's something to be said for being able to take, you know, have thick skin and being able to take it. But there's also something to be said for being able to open up and be vulnerable, right? And every situation is different. I'm not saying walk around and be vulnerable every day, 24 hours a day. Like, dude, you're going to get eaten alive. Don't do that. Not in HVAC anyway, right? Yeah. Um, not in any blue collar trade, but. Um, but I, I feel like there's just, there's something to be said for that, for being able to be vulnerable, but still being able to you know, let it, let it roll off, have thick skin, right? Um, you have to find the balance point and everybody's going to be different. Every situation is going to be different. I think really what it boils down to is just learning how to be a more compassionate human being, right? And, mm. um, and opening up about certain things that maybe bother you. And if somebody does something that bothers you, why don't you just try having a real conversation about it? I mean, what a concept, right? But yet oh, yeah, we feel like, in our industry, we're not allowed to do that. In our culture, we're not allowed to have these conversations because, oh, they're just your feelings, right? It's like, dude, feelings are real, man. And people commit suicide over feelings. And so I would encourage you to just be more mindful, man, about how you treat other people. That's really what it boils down to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like you said there is that like that fine line between, you know, just but someone busting their, you know, busting someone's chops and outright being a bully. I mean, yeah, you can bust someone's straps, but I mean, there's definitely a point where you take it too far. I mean, where that line is, well, I mean, that's depending on the person. I mean, because every, like you're saying, everyone's different. So, I mean, everyone's sensitivity is a little bit more different and everything else. Um, but that's just it. It's just you have to be, you have to be mindful. I mean, like you're saying, you have to be that a little bit, you have to have some compassion. You just can't be this, you know, rock solid, you know, uh, stone faced, you know, um, jerk who, you know, who's like calling everyone names under the sun and everything else. So it, yeah, it's, like I said, yeah, like there is that fine line, but where it is, it's different. 
you know, you could have like these newer apprentices now that, you know, are growing up in this culture and, you know, they're a lot more sensitive than obviously than you and I were when we were growing up, you know, it's like, oh, you know, we got, you know, we got a cut on our knee. Ah, that's fine. We'll just, you know, rub some dirt in it. We'll be good to go kind of thing. But right. now it's like, oh my gosh, I got a scratch. I need to go to, to uh, urgent care. I mean, I'm just, you know, that's, it's a little bit of a, an exaggeration perhaps, but at the same time, there are those people that are like that out there. And the same is true with, with, um, you know, with feelings and, and mental well and mental health as well. I mean, that's just it. You just have to be, be just be more mindful. Just you got to be that more uh, a better, uh, a more em- empathetic person to to the people that are around you. That's just really it, I think. Yeah, and it's not rocket science, right? And if if somebody's listening and they're just like, oh, these guys are just being bitches or whatever, it's just like, dude, you really you'll get further in life. You'll make more genuine relationships and make more genuine friends. And you'll probably enhance your love life. You'll enhance your marriage, like your your sibling relationships, like all these relationships, man. If you just try to approach people in different lens, right? We we tend to view everything through the lens of which we were raised, and that's okay to an extent, right? Mm-hmm. But the fact that the fact that you've closed off your mindset to be able to learn something new. So here's, here, let me put this in perspective. If you're in the HVAC trade, right? We're always talking about learning new things, keep mastering your craft, right? Part of the problem with guys who have been in this industry for 20, 30 years is that they use that as the, the, you know, that's their, that's their go-to card, right? They pull it out. Well, I've been doing this for 20 or 30. So what you're saying is you've been doing it wrong for 20 or 30 years. Right. Mm-hmm. And or as so, I like to say, yeah. Or as I say, or as I like to say, oh, so you have like one year of experience, 20 times over 20 okay. times. Yeah. 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 And at the end of the day, it's like you have as a, prof- if you're claiming to be a professional and an expert, you have to keep training. You have to keep educating. You have to keep moving forward and trying to be better today than you were yesterday be better tomorrow than you are today but why does that concept stop at the trade why does that concept not transfer over into your life right the same could be said for guys running businesses right professional athletes have coaches they have mentors they have personal trainers right why do why does why is HVAC any different? Why should we not have a coach to help guide us through the obstacles of business, the obstacles of of running an organization? Same would be true. Is why do we not have per personal coaches or professional coaches that help us just genuinely be a better person? Right? It's because we've we've learned what we've learned, and we feel like we're good enough, we're professional enough in as being a human being and then we move on with the rest of everything else in life when really we need to keep growing as a person we need to keep educating ourselves on on culture and people and how people think and the reason that that person you said something that you didn't think was a big deal but that person reacted in such a crazy way is because you triggered them because something happened to them in their life at some point that that you did it, it triggered them and they don't they've never really processed that right and i think when you continue to to learn and and kind of hone these skills that you're able to turn around and go hey i realized that what i said triggered this guy 
and not because what I said was really that bad, right? It's because this guy's on a different level than I am, and he hasn't processed something in his life that caused that to be a trigger for him. And so I think that, you know, being a business owner, you have to be like part babysitter, part psychologist, part tradesman, right? Part biz, part business guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like as just a human being, I think that we should kind of be all those things all together. You know what I mean? Like we have to keep growing as a person, not just in the trade, but as a person, your mindset, right? You have to be able to, to keep honing those skills. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you know, you're talking about, you know, you have to keep growing, um, or you just, or, you know, you, you just, you have to keep making progression. And there's, um, for me, um, for me, my, my faith is very important to me. I'm, I'm Catholic. So, I mean, we'll throw that out there, but like there's, um, I forget there's one of these saints out there and you know, one of these great figures of the church that we like to like look up to, but he um, likes to say that he is that, you know, when, when it comes to any kind of, any kind of growth, like say like spiritual growth, we'll say in this instance, he's like, it's like, you know, it's like when you're in, you're in a river, you're either, you're either doing nothing and going with the flow, or you're trying to fight the, you're trying to go up, fight the, you know, fight the, current and go upstream like there is no standing still like if you stand still then you're going back then you're going down so you got to keep fighting that's i mean that's just it there is no standing still with anything in life i mean yeah okay you can say like oh i've made it in this trade well that's nice but then you're getting passed over for the raises by the boss or whatever because you're not making yourself more valuable to him um or you know oh i've reached you know i've reached this 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 pinnacle or this point in my life like i'm good well no that's not how this works like there's always continual growth it's you know I mean, for me, it's like, I, you know, how can I be a better father? How can I be a better, a better husband? How can I be a better technician? I mean, how can I just be a better person? You know, because I mean, yeah, how can I make, you know, to make this world a little bit better because I was in it or, you know, to just that be that a better influence on people. And again, that's why for me, like, this is like a big reason why I wanted to start this whole thing and kind of get it off the ground was to say, look, like there are these people out here, they deserve a voice because this is, you know, this is, this is normal. This is not like oh some hokey thing or whatever like you know this is this is a real deal like people deal with this stuff all the time and we need to respect that and give them a voice and say yeah you deserve to be heard like we understand that you know there are these issues out here and you know what good on you for coming out and you know dealing with it you know i mean we should, these people should be applauded they shouldn't be like sneered at and be like ah oh, you're such a wuss or whatever it's like no you need to like we should be saying good good on you good job thank yeah. you for being so well, courageous and coming up for it yeah, your mentality is not somebody else's mentality, right? Your level of growth is not somebody else's level of growth. Um, and, I mean, it's just we're all different, man, and that's what makes the world such a unique place. Imagine if everybody was like you or everybody was like me. Like, I, I see myself enough when I look at myself in the mirror. Like, I, I don't need to I don't need to have a conversation with myself, you know? Um, so, yeah, I just feel like there's, there's a, a huge it, – it's very, you know, taboo, right, this whole – conversation we shouldn't you know we shouldn't be having to talk about people's feelings and you know but at the end of the day man just don't you want to be a a good human being like i do i want to be a great dad i want to be a great husband i want to be a great friend you know a great son i mean all these things like i aspire to be better today than i was yesterday right and there's days man where i fall short you know what i mean i take a step backwards but i recognize that and I try to be better tomorrow, you know, like we're oh, just, yeah. we're, we're flawed. We're a flawed people, man, you know, and um, we're definitely not perfect. And I'll be the first one to say that, you know, I'm not above reproach. 
And, you know, if, if somebody sees me doing something that I shouldn't be doing or hears me say something that I probably shouldn't have said, call me out on it, man. You know, maybe not out in front of a whole room of people, but, you know, definitely pull me aside and say something to me. And if I'm not willing to listen to you, then it just means that I'm not I'm not in growth mode at that time. Right. But mm-hmm. usually I'm I'm willing to hear you out and I'll take that information and process it and, and try to be better from there. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean. I mean, that's, that's what wives are for, right? I mean, they're the ones that keep us in line <laughs> more than anything else, I think. Um, so, yeah, it's, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, I mean, yeah, if I'm doing something wrong, I mean, I would love to, you know, at this point in my life, too. It's just like I need to – I'd rather know right away now. That way I can look at it myself and say, you know what? Yeah, I really need to fix it. I mean, sometimes someone might say something that's like, well – you know, well, okay, that's not anything that I don't think that's necessarily a big deal. But at the same time, it's like, well, you still got to take consideration for what they're saying. I mean, that's the big thing is that people just need to be, I think in general, just people just need to be more considerate. Like there are way too many um, inconsiderate things done and said out there. I mean, you look at any of these, you know, like we'll just say like a Facebook HVAC group, for example. I mean, everyone, you say that and exactly. See, I, you know, you're smiling right now. I mean, you know exactly <laughs> what I mean. Like you, you post, you post something on there and people will just roast you alive. Yeah. Like you're, you're a waste you of well... skin. Your mother should have never birthed you. Yeah. All because oh yeah. you, all because your line was crooked, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or all because what you're doing is code in your area, but it is not code in their area. And they're like, but this is yeah. what it's code in my area. And it's like, well, that's nice, but that's not code in my area. I mean, you know, like, you know, well, you and I talked like, for example, like, you know, we talked to, you know, I saw uh, we here around here, like we have traps on the roof that we're allowed to run, have our traps just run drain onto uh, the roof. And then I know in Texas, you're not allowed to do that. Pennsylvania, we can, you know, we can have these drains just go right on the roof. And the way they go. Well, you know, it's one of those things. I see guys running dr- traps on roofs in PVC, and I'm like, you're not allowed to do that. It has to be copper, you know? And they're like, oh, no, we do this all the time. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. You do that all the time, or that's the way it's supposed to be done, right? There's two separate things. But I'm I'm pretty sure code says that drains on roofs have to be copper. But, um, again, I'm open to somebody showing me a code that, that's not that, right? But, but, yeah, you put that on Facebook, and <laughs> game over, right? Whereas on Instagram, people are like, "Oh, that's a nice looking install, bro." You know, pretty much, yeah. I mean, they, may, they might be like, they might, they might be like, "Well, this is a little off or whatever." But yeah, it's like Facebook. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's like everyone is like some HVAC god over there. I mean, no offense. If to I, you, but I mean, <laughs> if I ever have to, right? If I ever have to correct somebody that I because I see something in a post, I usually direct message them and say, "Hey, man, um, I noticed this, and you know, this is." Again, I'm open to a conversation, right? But I try to bring it in a delicate manner because I'm not trying to shame you, right? Because maybe you just don't know and and that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. But if you know and you still choose to do it wrong, well, that's on you at that point, right? Oh, so, yeah, like for but, me, um, yeah, like, yeah, I'll say like for me, I like to just ask, I'll just ask a question and be just say, you know, hey, why did you do it this way? I mean, because I don't know why. I like to just know what the rationale is. And sometimes it's like, oh, it's, we did it because X, Y, Z. Oh, Okay. So that makes sense then. Okay, cool. I know a little bit more because, you know, I just asked a why. I wasn't like, it's not like, you know, downplaying or just being like, oh, why did you do it that way? It's just more like, hey, I'm just genuinely curious. You know, why did you choose to do it that way? Oh, okay, cool. Makes sense. Have you have you seen the picture of that condenser that's upside down in a, like a parking garage? 
I don't know. I've seen a couple upside down condensers installs where it's then it's like, this looks good to me or whatever. I don't know. Something like that. Dude, people freak. Well, I reached out to the guy who actually did the install and he said, yeah, we, we took the compressor and we flipped it around. Right. And, uh, somebody, I mean, the comments were just coming in. Right. And I said, I went on the comment section and I said, Hey, look, man, I actually had the opportunity to talk to this guy. Right. And ask him why he did it this way. And it's easy to look at a picture and say, I can't believe you would do that. Blah, 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 blah. Right. But reality is, is you don't know the restrictions that the guy was working in. You don't know the application. You don't know all the ins and outs of what was on that job site. Right. That condenser had to go in that area and there was no other place to put it. You put it on the ground, it's going to get hit by a car. Right. Mm-hmm. So very in, intuitive of this guy to bolt it to the stinking ceiling upside down and just flip the compressor. Like he did his job. He did it the way it was supposed to be. And the system works fine. And it's just one of those things where it's easy to jump in and start judging a situation. It's easy to jump in and start judging somebody, but you don't know the situation. You don't know what that person is going through, right? Whether it be on a job site or whether it be in their personal life, it's just easy to roll down the window, tell somebody to F off, flip them, flip them off and cut them off and then drive away. Right. As opposed to just being a more compassionate human being. And I think that's kind of the moral of the story, right? Is just try to be a better human being because I met a couple famous people one time and one of them told me, he said, Hey, don't ever judge somebody from the first time you meet them because they could just genuinely be having a bad day and you just approach them at the wrong time. Right. And I thought, I thought, wow, man, that's true. Words have never been spoken. Right. How many times have I been in a bad mood and I snapped at somebody and not, not be intentionally. It's just, that was just the mood that I was in. And those people probably left the situation going, man, this guy's a jerk, you know? Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's, you know, they, you know, you can't judge a book by its cover as they say. I mean, yeah, you get, you just get to the cover. I mean, that's all you see. I mean, but you have to like actually get into the book to be able to really judge it. I mean, that's the same with people as well. I mean, and that's exactly what they're saying. It's like, you know, you have to at least kind of get to know these people and understand like what, you know, what is their situation? Like what, what, what's going on in their day? Like, you know, we just get these snapshots, like say on Instagram or whatever. And it's just like, yeah, we just, we just get a snapshot. Like we're not, we're only getting like, you know, these like two seconds out of their eight hour workday. Like what was going on the rest of the day? Who knows? I mean, or what goes on the other 16 hours of the rest of their lives? I mean, we don't know. And so it's nice, you know, again, it's, it's nice when people at least seeing some of these people like open up and say, you know, yeah, I've not, I've been absent because I'm dealing with something right now. And it's nice to see now, at least just like this general outpouring of, of support and, 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 you know, in love and in a sense, you know, friendship and love and just being like, that's good. You know, glad you're, you know, thank you for being open and honest. We're here for you. You know, you got this kind of, you know, just these words of encouragement that I'm seeing more so I think than, you know, than these, Oh, Oh, you were busy doing, you know, just any kind of negativity. I mean, it just, I feel like, you know, like people like yourself, and other people that I guess I'll call like the influencers that are uh, that are out there, or whatever. You know, it's generally you know you're, you're all trying to bring a lot more positivity to this field and to this trade, and that's and good on you guys for doing that as well. I mean, to basically say, look, you know, yeah, this is the way it was, but that's not the way it needs to stay. Like, we can be better. We can be better in all sorts of ways. I've said this once. I'll say it a hundred times. Is that you know my whole objective is really to elevate the people in the trade right? 
and what does it take to do that? It's going to be different for every, different strokes for different folks, right? And um, I think as we start to elevate one at a time, we start to elevate those around us, right? And as we start to elevate those around us, we all begin to elevate in the trade. And when we all elevate in the trade, the trade itself elevates and just becomes a better place to be, a better place to work. It becomes, I mean, we're already the king of the trades. It's like, dude, we need to start acting like it, right? And we need to start lifting up those around us and quit beating people down, encourage people. It's okay. You're going to let the magic smoke out of the wires. It happens, right? Don't beat somebody up over it. I have a, a young kid that works here. Every time he makes a mistake, I, I stop and I, instead of getting mad, I go, did you learn anything? He goes, yeah, I did. I go, and that's all that matters, right? Now, if you do exactly. it again, we got a problem, right? But if you did made a mistake and you learn from that mistake and you know, hey, I'm not going to do that again, or I'm going to do this a different way or move forward a different path, then that's really all that matters. We're all going to make mistakes. We all have made mistakes, not just in our career, but also in life itself, right? You have to be able to learn from those mistakes. It's like addiction, right? Going back to addiction, if you realize that you're addicted to something and you keep making that mistake and your life just keeps going in this you know, spiral and spiral and spiral, it's like you know what you need to do. You just need to surround yourself with the right people to give you the support system that you need to stop doing that, you know? And, um, and I think Absolutely. that's really what it boils down to is that we just need to hold each other accountable, you know? And I, man, I feel like it's easy as an HVAC guy, it's easy to become friends with another HVAC guy. Like it's truly simple, you know? You just have, you have so much in common, especially if you're passionate about the trade. So it's easy to create a friendship and it's easy to hold people accountable. And uh, I think that's what we need. And I, I think that not just holding people accountable, but being a friend with somebody is now you're an extra ear to lean on, right? Somebody's having a problem. They can, hey, man, what's going on? Like, tell me what's up. How can I help? You know, and um, just me in the last six months going through some stuff that I've been going through in my personal life. Man, I've had maybe three or four or five guys on social media that I've only met maybe once or twice at like expo, right? Mm -hmm. That we've just cult, we just cultivated this relationship because we're both in the trade. We're both passionate about the trade. We have a love for the trade. And because of that, we've just become friends. And now we've been able to lean on each other, you know, sending messages. Hey man, what do you think about this? Or, Hey man, I'm going through this. Like, do you have any insight for this? Like, you know, you're coming, you're successful in this portion of life or I've noticed you know you have a you have a great family life or you have a great marriage or you have a great successful business whatever the case may be um, they can impart some wisdom on you right and then turn around and hold you accountable to that hey did you do that stuff like I told you to do this week no man I didn't get it dude stop <laughs> messing around bro get that stuff done I'm telling you it's going to be better yeah. for you on the back end you know <laughs> yep so, exactly that kind of stuff oh yeah I mean absolutely I mean that's the thing it's like you got to have some kind of you know, they say no man is an island and that's just it. Or, you know, the, you know, or it takes a village to raise, you know, to raise somebody or whatever, you know, take your pick. I mean, but that's, that's just it. I mean, you have to have community. You can't just be this lone wolf mentality. I mean, cause that's just it. I mean, I've heard it said too, where it's, you know, you know, like you know, generally with us in the HVAC trade you know, or trades, or especially in the service industry, like say if we're in the service industry, you know, it's like we're, we're by ourselves. I mean, so we've got a lot of time to be by ourselves with our own thoughts. And sometimes, you know, yeah, you just like something comes up and then you're just kind of, stewing and steaming and you just don't have a good way to to vent i mean i know um that gary has mentioned this as you know recently as well in one of his podcasts it's just you know you just but you, you got to have some an outlet of some sort whether it's you know 
a coworker or say someone, you know, like yourself or someone else on Instagram or whatever, you can just be like, man, I just had a really crappy day and here's what went down. And I just needed to just let off some steam or whatever. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just it. you got to have some kind of support system. Otherwise, yeah, you're just, otherwise you're not going to, otherwise no one else is going to see that pile of crap you're building and you, you keep shoving it into this closet. And then, like I said, you know, then again, you open the closet door one day and then boom, you're just, you're just crushed and drowned. Yeah. At some point the stuff doesn't fit in the closet anymore. So exactly. You can only yeah. put, you can only, you can't, you can only put so much uh, crap in a, in a five pound bu- bucket. <laughs> As a, That's it. Yeah. I mean, I've realized in my life, you know, uh, just this year alone that I've, I have, pushed a lot of things aside and not dealt with things in my life. And they, that stuff just sits there. Like I said, it just sits around and it waits for you. It's not going away. And so you have to process it. And, and a lot of people process things in different ways. Right. And however that way is for you, that's for nobody else to figure out, you know, maybe if you went and got professional help, they might be able to help you figure that out, but I won't be able to help you figure that out. Right. That's going to have, that's a kind of a personal journey for you. Um, if so, yeah, for me, I mean, it's just, you know, I had to, I kind of had to figure some stuff out. I had a, I had a therapist kind of bring some stuff to light for me and, um, yeah, just interesting. You know, uh, we all do things different. We process things different. We're all different right? in, in many different ways, but, um, yeah, it's definitely something, man, that uh, I'm really glad you're doing this and, um, something that really needs to be talked about for sure. Well, thank you. I, and I appreciate your support on that. I mean, it's uh, it's nice to know that there are other people out there. Like That's why when I first kind of pitched this idea, I thought, hey, you know, what do some of you all think about this? And generally, the, the response was like, yeah, man, this sounds like a great idea. Like, this is this is something I could get behind. And then I even had a couple people that were like, oh, if you need a guest, let me know. I'd love to share my story or, you know, that sort of thing. And, and so it's nice to see that there are people that are willing to get behind this and say, yeah, like, we need to talk about this. Like, this has been pushed on the back burner for far too long, especially like, you know, like it's a generational thing, like this tough man mentality. Like we just, we, you know, we've got to change. We got to elevate, you know, like you're saying, elevate the trade, make it better by saying, look, this stuff happens. Like, and people deal with stuff. Like we're not, you know, these, we're not invincible. We're not, um, you know, we're not supermen. I mean, we like to pretend we are even, you know, as, as being Kings of the trade, but I mean, we, but every now and then it's like, no, no, we, we, we have, all, we all have our kryptonite. We all have, you know, are the skeletons in the closet that sometimes need to be dealt with. And I think it all starts with being mentally healthy. It all starts with the mindset, right? And that's why the HVAC tactical brand was always about, it's a mindset, right? Because it it truly is. Everything is, is based around a mindset. And I think in order for you to achieve what you want to achieve in life and develop the relationships that you want to develop, you have to be of a sound mind. You have to have your stuff in order upstairs, and um how do you do that everybody's got their own journeyman you know what i mean um no pun intended journeyman journeyman so yeah yeah Um, yeah, absolutely yeah so that's just kind of my thought yeah absolutely i mean whether it's like like i said in my intro whether it's like you know you get professional help or whether it's you seek out some kind of other counseling or whether it's like you you know you have, you know, some kind of, you know, spirituality or whatever, you know, whatever, you know, spiritual exercises, prayers, what, what have you, whatever gets you to a place where you are realizing like, you know, I'm a better person now. Like I am dealing with the crap that's in this closet of mine that I've just been buried and has, you know, I've just, it's just been sitting there. And sometimes you don't even realize you did it too. Like that's the, that's the crazy thing is like, you don't even realize that something you did. And then next thing you know, like you're saying, like, you know, you talk to a therapist or someone else and then 
something comes up and you're just like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize that that was a thing. Didn't even think about it. Didn't even think yeah. about it. Yeah. It's like, I, this, that was like that, you know, it's like, I can't believe like that one, like you were like, it's some, you know, for me, it was at one point, it was um, dealing with like, um, it was just like imagining like a scenario. And then it's like, okay, just let your mind wander for a little bit. And then and it's like, okay, now what does your mind do? And like, this because this one like uh, technique that was used. And it was just like this, it was, it was sobering for me. And then when, you know, to get to like this place and then he goes, all right, now turn it around and make it this thing. And then like, this is like, as you're saying, like it that changed the mindset for me, like that little, like that exercise that he went through, like it, it it's like, it changes your mindset and it makes it, you know, kind of puts you like in a better, pers- uh, a new perspective in a sense where you're looking at things in a new light and going, I never looked at it this way. Or it's like, oh my gosh, like now it's like, you know, you, you get like some lenses or scales like removed and you can see more clearly, or you, you know, get some kind of like prescription where so you can see more clearly like oh my gosh i didn't realize that i wasn't seeing the full picture now i can see things in a much better light and a good a good analogy with for that is you know if you're driving your car at nighttime and you're wearing sunglasses right it's like you can do it but you're going to miss a lot of stuff you're going to miss a lot of obvious stuff and the moment you take those sunglasses off you're like whoa right a different perspective looking at things through a different lens and you tend to miss less things when you have the ability to see them. And the only way that you can see them is to be aware of them. And the only way to be aware of them is to basically practice that, right? Have somebody help you become aware of things that are maybe being a handicap for you or um, maybe that have been a kind of a crutch, right? Like one of the couple of things for me in my own personal life is I, I'm always the guy who looks at everything half class full, right? It's like something bad happens. I'm like, this sucks. There's no doubt about it, but could be worse. You know, we only lost mm-hmm. 50 grand. We could have lost 300 grand. So yeah, it could be, could be a lot worse. Right. Or, you know, Hey, we, some guy dented my car in the parking lot. Well, I could have, could have T-boned this guy and, you know, going down the street, like it could always be worse. And there's always somebody who's got it worse than you do. So kind of it sucks to go through through certain things but it just could could always be worse right so always try to keep that in the back of your mind and that way you leave the situation and you just go man I'm grateful I'm thankful for today I'm still alive I'm still breathing um I still get to go home and see my family right um I still have a roof over my head I still have food in my belly like you know we're most of us have more than we actually deserve <laughs> if you Oh will. yeah Definitely. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's just it. You know, it's, there's a lot of things it's, you know, you're you're saying it's like that perspective too, where you're just kind of like realizing like, man, there are so many things that, that I have that you, we take for granted. And that's, and that was something for me too, was like, I was taking things for granted, you know, and that, and taking those things for granted almost almost cost them. Like I almost lost those things because I was taking them for granted and, you know, being able to kind of deal with my, with my own stuff then, forced me to realize like, no, like I, I can't take this for granted. Like this could go away. Like, you know, this, this, I could lose this. I could lose, I could lose like my marriage. I could lose my family. I could lose, you know, all these things. And for, and for what? what? Mm-hmm. That's just it. And for what? And it's just like, you know, that's, that's where it's just, it's sometimes you just got to almost take for assessment. The dopamine like, yeah. yeah. Well that, yeah. I mean, that's just it. I mean, that's our whole, that's the whole thing. Like whether, you know, what dopamine, um, you know, alcohol, drugs, what, I mean, whatever, whatever it is, work, I mean, whatever it is, whatever it is that, you know, for you, that's like getting you that, that, that high, as it were, I mean, 
you know, what is it? Is that really the thing you really want to be going after? Or is like, is, you know, are you in charge of it or is it in charge of you? Like who's running, who's running the show? Are you running the show or is something else telling you where to go? And that's just it. I mean, there, you, know, you probably remember some of those um, old uh, cigarette commercials where like, it was just like this, you know, this thing was like this one person was like walking around and then this other person's nagging them. Like, hey, we need to go do this now. We need to go now. And really what it was, was like this, you know, it was like this, like the, the cigarette craving, like that nicotine craving. And the, the yeah, person he needed his like fix. This, he needed, yeah, the, yeah, it was like, you know, the, it was like that person be like, hey, you need to come smoke a cigarette now. That was the whole campaign. It's like, it's true, though. I mean, that's just it. When you have something like any kind of an addiction like that, it's like, it is like that voice in your head where you're just like, ah, oh, you can just do this one little thing. It then they change that up so and they, they use the Snickers commercial, right? Oh, God. Remember that? He's like, the, the guy turned into Joe Pesci. And he's like, man, you're you're not yourself when you when you're hungry. Like, here's a Snickers. So, oh yeah, or yeah, but, yeah, you know, all those other ones. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, man, you know, um, my advice and my encouragement would be is invest your time into things that ultimately are really important, and like your family, and you know, spending time with them. Um. Because I know that work is important. I get that. Been there, done that. I'm to a point in my life now where I'm trying to not work so much uh, because I realize that work is not the most important thing. Yes, it's important to have money, right? But if you do things the right way, you don't necessarily have to bust your butt for 80 hours a week to make the right amount of money. Um, but if you were to pass away in a car accident tonight, that job that you were supposed to go to tomorrow morning Guess what doesn't get done? That job you were supposed to go at tomorrow morning. So was it really that important? Right? That customer, because they found out that you're not around, they're probably going to find somebody else to do the job for them. So that customer really wasn't the most important thing. Right? But you know who's really going to miss you that you're not there tomorrow? Your family. Your kids. Your wife. So my, my advice to you is slow down. Take, take the time to, to invest your time into things that are ultimately important because time is the number one resource we can't get back, right? And money comes and goes. You spend money, you can always go make more money. You can't make more time, right? You get the same amount of minutes in a day as I get, and I get the same amount of minutes in a day as a billionaire gets, right? The difference is between us is really just the size of our bank account, but- mm -hmm. You got to spend the time. Um, you got to spend the time in what's really important, right? Show me what you spend your time and your money on, and I'll show you what's really important to you in your life. Oh, that's yeah, like absolutely. that's yeah. it. Straight oh, up, yeah, doesn't totally. get any more simple than that. Exactly. I mean, yeah, you're, that is spot on. I mean, that's just it for me too. Where, like, oh yeah, could I go? Like, I've had some job offers where it's like I could go make more money, but that means more time away from my family, and is it worth that? not right now. Like I'm not hurting. I'm not hurting. Like we we're, I'm making men, ends meet. And so for me, it's like, I don't need that. I don't, I don't need to be doing, I don't need to be busting my chops, you know, doing like, ten, like 10, 12 hour work days. Like I, I work eight hours generally and I'm home. I mean, that's the nice thing with where I work and it's, it's been great for me anyway. I mean, I know it's, I'm, it's kind of outside the norm of other that people's experiences. That is definitely outside the norm of HVAC. <laughs> I mean, but that's just, but that's just the way that this company has worked. It's the way it's, it's been working for me since I've been here for, uh, it's been, I've been with this company now almost 10 years. Um, I know you and I've talked about some of the other things going on there, <laughs> but um, 
but that's just it for me. It's like, it's a great place to work. I, I generally have a full day's work and then that's it. Like I get to go home for the most part. I mean, I, you know, unless I'm on call and then, you know, something comes in, so be it. But you know, everyone has to suck it up and deal with that on with the on call in some way, shape or form. Um, but then that's, I mean, but that's just it. It's like, I get to come home. I get to, you know, put my kids to bed. I get to eat dinner with them as a family. We get to all do, um, evening activities or out on the weekend. Like we can go do hiking or trips or whatever. Like I get to, you know, I get to spend that time with them. And so for me, it's like, yeah, I don't want to be taking any more time away from that because of work. Yeah. I mean, it's, before you know it, your kids are going to be grown and they're going to be gone and you're going to have all the time to do whatever it is you want to do. Right. You want to go work more, go work more. Right. And you might be like, well, I'll be older by then, right, or whatever. But, you know, talking about culture in our industry is that culture in our industry has taught us, at least I'm third generation in this industry. I've been doing this a really long time. And culture teaches us, like, dude, you work until the job is done, and then you're done, right? It doesn't matter if it's a 10-hour day or a 16-hour day. Like, that just mm-hmm. is what it is. I had a guy, um, one of the best employees I've ever had working with us, came out of the military, super mechanically inclined, learning on his own, um, you know, coming, taking notes, like trying to understand everything. Like he he was just an incredible student of the trade, if you will. Well, his wife would be, she worked full time, but she was off on Thursdays. And he was like, hey man, um, would would it be a way for me to find out like how I could not work on Thursdays so I could be home with my wife, right? And my response, because I was cultured very wrong, right? I said, dude, this is the wrong trade for that shit, right? Like, we mm-hmm. that's just not what we do. It's not what we do. And then he's like, hey, man, I'm primarily running maintenance right now. Like, is there a way that I could kind of get my wife gets off at a certain time every day? Is there a way that I could try to be off by 5 o'clock, you know, uh, during a regular work, work week? And I was like, dude, this is HVAC, baby. That's not what we do. Right. Like you're in the wrong trade, man. I mean, if you're looking for a bitch trade, there's all kinds of other trades out there. Right. Like this is the mentality that I was in. Right. Uh-huh. Fast forward, ended up losing him. Um, and now that I've had, you know, two years or whatever it is to think about all of this stuff. Would it would I have been willing. Right. One of the best employees I ever had. Would I have been willing to sacrifice a Thursday and sacrifice that maybe not giving him that extra maintenance at the end of the day to push him past five o'clock. Would I have been willing to sacrifice that in order to keep a really, really good team member looking back now? Hell yeah. I would have sacrificed that. Right. Mm -hmm. But back then my mindset was in the wrong place. And I think that that's the problem with our culture today is our culture in the industry says, hey, this is the way things have always been done, man. You either man up or you get the get get out of here. Right. And that's part of the problem. That's part of the problem. We're still holding on to this 30, 40 year old culture traditions. Right. When times have changed and there's certain things that we should change with. And there's also certain things that we shouldn't change with. But, you know, again, that's up to you personally what you want to do and what you don't want to do. But looking back now, man, I should have accommodated him to be able to maintain a good team member on the team that would have just benefited the company, right? Because we would make up those extra hours and those extra maintenances and that extra day. Not a big deal, right? 
knowing what I know now. So I think that as the culture is changing, that's a big reason why a lot of younger guys don't want to get into our trade because they're like, dude, these guys work like freaking dogs, man. I don't want, I don't want that life. Right. I mean, granted, they don't want to work at all, but you know, at the end of the day, it's like, yeah, it's like, you got to work, man. And you need to work hard. There's something to be said for working hard. It builds character, you know? Um, oh, yeah. but, but do you have to work like a dog? You don't have to, right? I've had to learn that and I've pivoted my life to stop doing that. So, oh yeah. I mean, and that's like, there's a, a saying, I've heard it said that, you know, the, the phrase that'll, that can, that will certainly help kill an organization is we've never done it that way before. You know, and if you don't like, if you don't, if you're not adapting and you're not changing, I mean, you know, this uh, surely as a business owner, you know, if you're not adapting and changing constantly, like, you know, you're just like, well, this is the way I'm going to do it. And you just kind of like, you know, you know, basically stick your plow on the ground, just keep going in that straight line or whatever. Well, th- okay. Yeah. But next thing you know, you're going to be, you're going to be running to the ground. You're, like, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be six feet under because you keep putting that plow to the ground. Like you, you gotta, you gotta pivot and change direction and do something differently. Cause yeah, I mean, the world, the world doesn't stop. I mean that's just it you got to keep changing you got to adapt and um get you know in some ways get with you know with what's going on like you gotta you can't necessarily you know, go totally with the times but at the same time you have to respect the change that's happening and respect what is going on so that way you can be like for yourself like a better business person or obviously like you learn you know there's a mistake you made did you learn from it well it sounds like you did <laughs> to go yeah. back to your apprentice you know yeah, my 21-year-old kid that works here, um, you know, he's super savvy, man. And he's going to be – he's destined for great things if he stays in this trade. And, um, you know, he'll come to me. He'll say something. And I just kind of give him this sideways look like, dude, we've never done it that way. Like, I've never heard of anybody doing it that way. And I said, I'm not telling you no. I'm just telling you I need to think about it. Like, I need to process. Like, this sounds pretty wild to me. Like, I, I got to figure out how would I how would I even make that work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And – um but it's it's interesting to see somebody who's hungry and passionate in the trade and is bringing these kind of left field ideas in and going, hey, man, what if we did this? Right. Like, Wow. I never thought of it that way. You know, and, and there's something to be said, like I am a outside the box thinker. Like I always want to push against the, the grain and I always want to think outside the box. I like to live in the fringe. Right. On the outskirts. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I'm open to those ideas. Right. Sometimes they work. Sometimes they don't. Right. But I think that um, I think our culture and just the trade in general, the the traditions of the trade, they just keep coming and keep coming and keep coming. And and some some of the traditions and the culture of the trade is just terrible, man. You know, the the working 20 hours a, a day, like that's that's horseshit. We shouldn't be doing that at all. Oh, my gosh. Um, no, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, all the unsafe stuff that we do, like you may not think that it's a bad idea until you get hurt. And then you realize very quickly, man, I shouldn't have done that, right? And it's easy to look back and go, I shouldn't have done that. But, you know, you do it and then you get away with it. Nobody gets hurt. You're like, see, man, I told you, right? It's just like, dude, put the ego aside, right? Let's just focus on getting this job done the right way. And let's focus on getting everybody home safe. Nobody's falling off a roof. Nobody's falling through a freaking hole in, in the roof. Nobody's, you know, I don't know, falling on pipes, off of ladders, whatever the case may be, you know, how many guys wear a harness and then don't strap it into anything. What's the point of that? Exactly. <laughs> just, just well, yeah, for looks. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, and you're, and you're talking about that sort of thing. And that's something that, um, I know that, um, Brian, 
uh, or over at HVAC School just had like an episode talking about that very same thing where it's just like, yeah, this is the way we've been doing things as far as like practices or whatever, where it's, but it's like, but we don't need to be doing that. Like we need to like, basically all of us in this trade basically need to kind of step up and say, nope, we're not going to, we're not going to do this. Like we need, we're going to step up our game. And if you don't like it, well then too bad. You can find someone else to do it that you, know, you can find someone else to do it half, half ass or whatever. Like we're not doing it that way though. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the same thing. That's, I think it's true just with, you know, like when dealing with people, it's just, you gotta, we gotta have to take a different mentality when we're dealing with people now with, with, with coworkers or employees or whatever, where it's just like, we got to, take this a different approach and say, well, the way we've been doing it isn't, you know, it's not going to fly anymore. Like, you know, we've never done it that way before. Well, that's all well and good, but um, you're not going to be around for much longer if you're going to keep that mentality up. Yeah. Yeah. Again, man, it just boils down to, you know, being willing to grow, being willing to be better. And, um, you know, I get, I get people on the phone, like my brother-in-law, right. I had just spoke with him today and I kind of snagged the phone and just had a quick conversation. And before I got off the phone, he's like, Hey man, I go, what's up? He goes, be better. Right. Cause I'm always telling everybody just be better. I tell my kids that be better. You know, like if that was your best man, we got a long, we got a lot of work to do kid. Right. Like you gotta be better, you know? And yeah. uh, so it's funny to hear people kind of throw that back at me. Right. Like, Hey, be better, be better. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. But yeah, man, it's uh, definitely something. I'm glad we're talking about it. Definitely something that needs to be addressed. And I think more people need to talk about it. I think the more we talk about it, the more things will change and the more vulnerable people will become um, and the more compassionate people will become. And, um, you know, we can start looking at each other like human beings and not just HVAC versus electricians. Yeah, exactly. Well, that was, <laughs> that was, yeah, exactly. I mean, that was some of the reason for, you know, for wanting to do this too, because maybe there's somebody out there that is dealing with something. And they're just like, ah, oh, no, like they have that mentality of like, I'm just going to, you know, put my, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to put my nose to the, to the grindstone and just, you know, just keep doing what I'm doing. I'm not going to change anything or whatever, but it's like, you hear, if someone else hears like a story and then it's like, you know what, I've never really, and you know, this is something that's that, that, like, that sparks something where like, you know, what? I'm kind of dealing with something similar. Maybe I should go and get something, you know, get some help. I mean, and that's some of it too, where I kind of hope that maybe there is somebody out there that, you know, like maybe I'll find out some years from now or whom, whatever, that they're like, Hey man, you know what you said really helped. Like I went and got some help because I was dealing with stuff in my own life that I had, didn't realize was there. Like, you know, so thank you. I mean, maybe that'll help. Maybe that'll happen someday. But for the right now, I'm just like, I'd rather just get, at least it, just get this stuff out there just to say, look, this is, this is what's happening. I mean, you can't avoid it. I mean, you can't just pretend it's not there. You can't put, you be the ostrich and put your hole in the sand and say, ah, it's not there. We're just going to keep doing with the things we've always been doing it. Well, you know, in HVAC guys in general, like, you know, I'm the guy, I can do everything, right? I may not be able to do everything very well, but I can do everything. I, I mean, I can fix cars, I can do plumbing, I can do electrical, like I can build a room out, you know, out of two by fours. Like I can do, I'm, I'm skilled in a lot of different set, uh, a lot of different trades, if you will, right? But HVAC has taught me that, right? That's the life that I grew up in. So, and the thing I love about HVAC is that a lot of guys in HVAC are just like me, right? you're, you have multiple skill sets that you can pretty much fix anything. And I feel like we have all these skills and we can do all these things, but we can't fix ourselves. Right. And so there's just certain things like I'm a fix it kind of guy. I feel like I can fix anything. And when I come into a situation, like I remember one time I got my finger caught in a blower wheel, right. Just ripped it. <laughs> Pulled my finger out, looked like freaking hamburger meat, right? 
I remember the first thing I thought of when I looked at that and I just saw all that white fat coming out of the finger and everything. The first thing that came to mind was I can't fix that. Right. Because the first thing we do as HVAC guys is, ah, man, go grab some electrical tape and a paper towel and just wrap it up. It'll be healed by morning. Right. I looked at that and I said, I can't fix that. You know, there's just certain things that are beyond you. There's certain things that that's why there's, professionals in that arena in our lives like doctors and surgeons and therapists right and psychologists and all these other things there's just certain things that you can't fix and the first step is understanding and realizing and admitting that you can't fix it you have to reach out to somebody who can help you fix it and uh, that's why you have a job every day because people aren't doing their own HVAC because they can't fix it They reach out to the professionals and ask you to come help them. We need to put our pride and our ego aside and you need to ask somebody else for help. Yeah, that is is a great way, I think, to to end it off. Like, yeah, exactly. You know, we just got to get our egos out of the way and, you know, let's say, you know what? That's and they say that's the first step to admit is, you know, what is it? I think it's like step one, isn't that with most of those like um, AA you know, yep. programs admitting you have a problem yep. yeah you have a problem and i admit like i admit i have a problem and i need to deal with it and for me um it was like i got to that first step but then i was like i admit i have a problem but then i wasn't able to then i but i needed to take that next step and say yeah but i need to go and do something like i can't i can't do it myself like i have a problem i think i can do it myself but then i got to that point where it was like i have a problem but i can't do it myself i can't fix yeah. it like you just and said. you got to take action right and the action is reaching out to somebody else to help Yep, absolutely. Well, Ben, I appreciate your time tonight. Thank you for hopping on with me and uh, talking about this and just to get this out there as well, just to use to be like a springboard for all this. So thank you for your time. I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, my pleasure, man. My pleasure. Anytime. Sounds great. We'll see you.